Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out all the great articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. You can make AmericaOutloud.com your one-stop shop for all your news needs. We hope you're all having a great Labor Day. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, um, including uh, President Joe Biden's recent speech where he came off very Hitler-esque in his um, presentation when he was going after MAGA Republicans and President Trump. To me, it was clear that this guy is angry and uh, he's just lashing out at these Republicans, not because of anything that they've done or that we've done. He's lashing out because he's angry that his presidential uh, run so far is a complete failure. His foreign policy is all over the map. Um, He's given the Taliban billions of dollars worth of weaponry over in Afghanistan. You look at Russia invading the Ukraine on Joe Biden's watch. You look at this inflation, the record gas prices, the record grocery prices, everything continues to go up, up, up. And we still don't have as many people working as we did before COVID-19 when President Trump had one of the best job markets in modern history. So Joe Biden's administration has been a disgrace. It has been a complete failure. So what's he do? He goes and attacks President Trump. It's almost like the Democrats card to uh, run on these days because they don't have anything that they do for the American people uh, that is sufficient. So all they can do is bash President Trump, bash his supporters, act like the Republican side is evil. And that's what the Democrats playbook is. Rob, what are your thoughts on Joe Biden's speech and happy Labor Day? Happy Labor Day to you also, Andrew. I hope you had a great day. Hope you barbecued, was with, spent time with your family. Although I'm sure that you saw that the prices were uh, extremely high if you were to go to the market, to go to the grocery store, and if you were able to find anything on the shelves, because we're still dealing with a supply, a supply chain problem. Uh, and I don't know if our listeners encountered the same thing, but I want to thank them also for tuning in tonight, this Labor Day, spending the night with us. Everything that you said is so point on, and we saw that over the weekend, nothing changed. Biden never came out and gave an apology. Okay, he typically walked back his attacks on fellow Americans. But what I found interesting, Andrew, is as you said, is that he's attacking a person who's no longer in the White House simply because he wants to make this a referendum about Trump and not Biden and Biden's failures. Biden has not had a triumphant moment since being in the White House. Yes, he got a lot of bills passed illegally, executive order, the no inflation bill, then to come out and say there is inflation. And we all know that that no inflation bill was all about climate change. And we have Elon Musk coming out saying, you can't get rid of fossil fuel. We need that along with my electric cars. No one is paying attention. The media is not holding him accountable, him being Biden or the Democrats. They're focusing everything on Trump as if Trump has just messed up the entire world, our economy. You have Karine Jean-Pierre coming out saying that it's Trump's fault that kids 
have lost like 30 years of progress in education. Oh, this was Trump's fault. Like, wait a minute, Miss Communications Director. It was the Democrats who said, shut down the schools. You guys were listening to Randy Weingartner, who should be fired, who should not be in that position. The National Teachers Association, she should not be in that position because when we were in COVID, she kept pushing for shutdowns, all the while pushing for billions of dollars to fund schools. What have they done with that money? They told teachers that they could get COVID. The old elderly teachers, oh, you could get it. Kids could give it to you. But in the same breath, they told us that kids can't catch COVID. Are people listening? And my fellow Republicans, what are you doing? Yeah, I know that you're planning on having all these investigations. That's a given. You better do that. But right now, you need to focus on the matter at hand, and that is taking out these Democrats. Joe's speech the other night was dark. It was deadly. It was dreary. It was something that Hitler, Mao, or the Bolsheviks could have given. I mean, it was just that dark in the background, the setting with this deep red and with two Marines standing behind him. No one complained about it. Mark Miley didn't come out and give a statement and said that we're supposed to be apolitical. Why aren't they calling Mark Miley out? They being the media. Why aren't Republicans calling him out? Why aren't Republicans coming out saying, you guys attacked Trump during the spring and summer of 2020 when he was in D.C. and he went to a church and he held up a Bible so that the protesters could not destroy the church? Mark Miley came out with him. Mark Miley was mad about it. He said, came out and gave a statement later on and said, I had, had nothing to do with that. As if though to say Trump was wrong, Bill Barr came out. <laughs> Bill Barr. He still hasn't lost any weight, Andrew. I don't know if you saw him over the weekend on a lot of the talk uh-huh. shows. I mean, does he look like he's, looks like he's gained weight to me? I guess he's getting ready for it to hibernate during the winter. Yeah, he must have plenty of money. The uh, inflation's not affecting how many groceries he buys. Well, and he likes, uh, apparently he likes hamburgers, cheeseburgers. But when they rolled him out the other day, <clears throat> got to clear my throat for this. They rolled him out to give commentary on the raid of Mar-a-Lago. And he came out so graciously to say, oh, I think it was warranted. And I think what we saw, it shows you the pictures that we saw, it shows you the condition of these classified documents, how they were kept. And we're finding out that they took clothes, they took personal items. What? This was all staged. The fact that news organization got pictures of documents would classify this and classify that in different color coding, and they had staged them all out on the floor in Mar-a-Lago, and they gave it to the media to say, look, this is what we found. I thought it was a private investigation. I thought you guys were saying that we don't want any information out because it could damage the investigation. No one is thinking about that. No one is thinking that, wait, why would they show us the evidence? Well, we got to, we got to, Trump, he's, he, Trump was looking good in the, in the media, so we've got to come out and we've got to top him. What? This is an investigation, Merrick Garland. This is an investigation, Christopher Ray, who's probably still on vacation. But Bill Barr is going to come out and say, well, no, I, I think it was warranted. I think what they did was warranted. I think the entire raid, they told him, they gave him ample time to get the, to give them with the documents. This has never happened before. They say, give us the documents, and they didn't do it. So what they did was warranted. A former president of the United States, what in the heck was he going to do with those documents other than write a book? Well, he might give it to Russia. For 18 months? Are you serious? They're trying to make this a case when it isn't a case. They're trying to make this about something, and it isn't about anything. So let's bring up Bill Barr, because Bill Barr, he'll definitely put the kibosh on it. Everyone will listen to Bill Barr. I'm sorry. I have no confidence in Bill Barr whatsoever. Bill Barr had one job, and that was to expose Russia collusion, which is what he did. 
And as I said on one of our previous shows, remember, a judge released the memo that Barr used to make his decision. Is the media talking about that memo? No. Why aren't they? Because everything in that memo that he wrote was legitimate. Everything that he said. And the reason why they won't talk about it, because it will cast doubt on Bob Mueller and it will show him as being the idiot that he is also suffering from cognitive challenges. But they won't, they won't talk about that. They want to roll Bill Barr out so that he could be some like person of high stature to say, well, what happened here was warranted. It wasn't warranted. Why didn't they roll Bill Barr out and ask Bill Barr, Bill, what are your thoughts now about the FBI going in telling big tech to censor the Hunter Biden laptop? Why didn't they ask Bill Barr about that? Why don't they ask any of these other highfalutin intel agents, uh, agents about that? Former generals, why won't they ask them about that? Former FBI directors, why won't, why won't they put that question to them? They can very easily say, okay, now we got your, your take on this about the raid, but we want to ask you also what we're finding out about the FBI going into Facebook and saying that Russia, there's about to be a big dump of Russia disinformation centered around Hunter Biden's laptop. And we want you to be careful. We want you to suppress that information. Why won't he ask Billy Barr about that? Why won't they ask James Clapper, John Brennan, Andy McKay, Peter Strzok, or any of these other intel agents about it? See, I bet you never thought about that. But they can ask them about what Trump did, but nothing about the FBI. Why? Why don't they ask them, do you think that Christopher Wray acted in good faith? Do you think that Merrick Garland is acting in good faith? Because they're still in office. Trump isn't. Why won't they ask them about it? Why won't they put the questions to them? There's something nefarious that's going on, and it's part of the deep swamp. Why would they ask them about Biden? Do you think Biden lied? We have one of Hunter Biden's associates, business associates, Tony Bobolinsky, who said that Biden was there during a lot of the meetings. We now know that Biden, Hunter Biden, even secured a meeting area for Biden after he had a meeting in China. Why won't they ask Bill Barr about that? I'm sure Bill has a lot to say about it. Why won't they ask him? Why won't they ask Bill Barr about Biden's speech, the dark speech whereby he was attacking half of America, saying that they were semi-fascist? Why won't he, why won't he ask him about it? Why won't they ask Mark Miley or any of the other generals, Lord Austin, about the Marines standing in back of Biden? Why won't they ask the question? And I'm saying, why won't they, meaning the media? Because they're so quick to get all these subject matter experts, claimingly subject matter experts, when it's time to dump on Trump. And, and, and from what we could see, all this stuff is much to do about nothing. And you can very easily say that it was a, a criminal act. Just like you could say that it wasn't. It all depends on who's at the top, who's interpreting the law. I like, I like uh, Jonathan Turley because he's fair and he's not by any means a Republican. He's a Democrat, but he's fair. He's not biased right now until they get to him, Andrew. But all these other talking pundits, they catch their words, they massage their words, they massage what they want to say to go with the news cycle. They won't speak the truth. They won't just come out and say, 
this is all much to do about nothing. And we need to focus on the economy. And what Biden did the other day by attacking Americans, it was completely wrong. And he owes Americans an apology. But what he did is that he went with his talking heads. He listened to Ron Klein, his chief of staff. They went out and did polling. And they said, oh, let's just keep mentioning Trump. And then they won't think about your failures. They won't think about the fact that this whole, uh, we're giving money, we're going to pay off these student uh, debt and give it to other Americans who never went to school. And that you can't do it. Even Nancy Pelosi said you can't do it. They should run that tape over and over again. And see, that's something that Tim Russer, the former host of Meet the Press, would do. He would come up and say, well, you said this, but your party is saying that you don't have the right to do it. What changed? You said that Donald Trump attacked Americans, but when we pulled the tape, he was attacking Democrats, specifically certain people within the party. Why don't they do it? You know why? Because they want to keep you in the dark. They don't want you to know what's actually happening. That's the reason why they don't do it. They want to make you think that this is all something that Trump has done. Again, you look at the whole school fiasco, test scores of kids going down. I remember so clearly Trump said, no, we need to open up our schools. Randy Weingartner, no, we don't. Keep it shut. He's not concerned. He wants your kids to get COVID. He didn't say that. He said to open up the schools. And the only thing the media has to do is just pull the tape and play the tape to the American citizens. Because, you know, we have a short-term memory and we forget. And with so much has been happening, can you blame them? So we're responsible in the media for pulling those tapes and showing them what was actually happening, what was actually said. Dr. Faraci said, I didn't say shut down anything. Yes, you did. Here's a tape. I didn't say don't wear the mask. I said the mask, well, they weren't good. Yeah, but then you came back and said, we need to wear the mask and don't go out without the mask. You also said that we couldn't get a, a vaccine for five years out. And then once we got it, you poo-pooed on it. Well, Trump told people to take it. No, he didn't. He said, it is up to you. I can't force you to take it. Whereas you guys were making it mandatory and people lost your jobs. And now we're coming up finding out that the vaccine, <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But think of all the people who lost their jobs because of the Democrats. And now they want to say, oh, no, this wasn't us. And Republicans are just sitting there and taking it, not pushing back, not saying that it wasn't us, being afraid to stand up and fight. Well, I think the words that Biden gave the other night were fighting words. He didn't hold back. He said that we're all a bunch of evil people against America. And what does he care about America? They don't even want us to say the Pledge of Allegiance. They don't even like the American flag. They prefer the LGBTQ rainbow flag. You see, Republicans have a perfect inroad to go in and blow this whole thing up, but they're afraid to do it. Well, we want to make certain that we don't harm the moderates or the independents. Screw the independents. If they haven't made up their minds yet, they will never make up their minds. Yes, we need to grow the base, but you will grow the base by speaking truth to power and not sitting there and allowing Democrats to define who you are. Perception versus reality. And we have reality on our side. Should you choose to use it? Should you choose to put it out there? Plain and simple. And we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. Perception versus reality. Yeah, well said. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday 
at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulvidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20%. By using promo code OUTLOUD. So when we were going to commercial break, I had mentioned in my earlier soliloquy about uh, the media not running the tapes of how the Democrats have lied to us. They lied to us about the vaccine. They lied to us about the face mask. And it's just a, continue, a continued uh, a, a book of lies that they put out there. And I said that the former Tim Russert, not the former, but the deceased Tim Russert, who was on Meet the Press, would always have different guests on his show. And I enjoyed watching that show because he would come out and he would pull the tape from the, I guess, their old archive saying, but you said this at one point and now you're saying something different. What's changed? And he would do this all the time. And you would think that these politicians going on the show would be aware that he was going to pull the tape and confront them on their lies, but they would see it looks so oblivious. So after he died, unfortunately, his untimely death, they gave the show to Chuck Todd, who was supposed to be a protege of Tim Russert. He sat at the knee of Tim Russert and Tim Russert, he was in training, he was an apprentice, so to speak. So Chuck Todd, the big liberal that he is, big biased liberal that he is, took over Meet the Press. We're, we're now finding out that Chuck Todd will probably soon be without a job, just like so many others on the left. Brian Statler, without a job. Chris Cuomo. Don Lemon should be without a job. And Anderson Cooper. And I find it interesting, Andrew, that we don't hear much about Anderson Cooper now. You know, at one point, he was always out there giggling and talking about his family and all this other stuff. Now he's like trying to go under the radar. I guess he's trying to rehabilitate himself. They should fire him. If I were over CNN, they're now owned by Discovery, I think, I would fire him within a heartbeat. I say, go get another job. I don't care if you go to MSNBC. Maybe you'll help their ratings. And you know who else? Don Lemon, they should fire him. And Chris Wallace. Where's Chris Wallace? 
I mean, he left Fox News in an a, a uproar, like, I'm going to go to CNN, and we're going to show him how it's done. And now I hear that he's crying every day because he's insignificant, and rightfully so. The entire democratic apparatus must sink. It must go down. After hearing what we heard the other night from Joe Biden attacking Americans, not trying to be a unifier, but purposefully trying to attack Americans. And I hope that speech is buried to a degree because none of the networks showed the speech, Andrew. The cable news, I think CNN and MSNBC showed it. But ABC, CBS, NBC, they didn't show it. And I'm surprised that the other net, the cable news didn't attack the networks for not showing it because they knew that it was going to be a dark and gloomy speech coming from Biden. And they can't give an excuse for it. So it's like, well, let's best, we just don't show it. We'll see if people, if it catches on. But I'm sure a lot of people were on vacation because no one wanted to see it. Because they knew that he, he struggled through it, through all the lies. But see, he's trying to make this, as I said, a referendum about he and Trump. So that when people go to the polls in November, they won't vote looking at the issues. What are the issues? At the top of the list every American should be the increase of crime, innocent lives that have died. And those families aren't getting million-dollar payouts from the cities. They're not getting a million-dollar check because their loved ones was killed thanks to the city's policies. Just the other day in New York City, a woman was shot dead on the streets, an area that I'm about to go to and watch a movie on tomorrow. Shot. They don't know who did it. And then a day later, this happened, I think, on Thursday. And then Friday, another man was shot. This is in New York City. You would think that it's Chicago. And this is in Manhattan, the borough, where you you wouldn't see things like this happening. Maybe in the Bronx or the Brooklyn. But people are being shot, pushed on the subway, stabbed slashed with a knife, and there's no one out saying we need to remove all the knives. So many people have been slashed by knives on the subway. No one is coming out, no group is coming out saying, oh, let's remove all the knives. But the governor of New York has come out and said, we don't want anyone carrying a gun in Times Square. Now, the Supreme Court ruled that New Yorkers can have guns, but they want to make it difficult for you to have a gun. So let's just play this out. People who have guns that obey the law, they won't go to Times Square with their guns. They'll keep them at home. But the lawlessness, the people that are out terrorizing the city, of course they're going to bring their guns, and why shouldn't they? Because if they shoot and kill someone, they won't go to jail. They'll just book them and then let them out on the streets. And we see this happening over and over again. That should be one of the top issues on every voter's mind when they go to the polls. That if I vote for a Democrat, This is what's going to happen. More crime. Look at the crime that has just like exploded since Democrats have taken over in our major cities. And not only that, since we're always looking at identity politics, look at who's over our large cities, the mayors. I I hate to say it, but we have to say it. Who's the mayor of New York City? Eric Adams. He's a black man. Who's the mayor of D.C.? 
Muriel Browser, she's a black woman. Who's the mayor of Chicago? Lori Lightfoot, she's a black woman. Who's the mayor of Sacramento? Another black woman, London Bree. Who's the mayor of New Orleans? Another black woman. Atlanta, black. And you just keep going down and on and on. Okay, you look at Los Angeles. I think the mayor happens to be a white liberal, but hey, he's not much about anything anyway. Look at the, uh, the DAs, liberals, funded by George Soros. And if people can't see that and come to terms with that when they go in to vote, then we're in trouble. Now, I know they want to make this about a woman's right to choose an abortion. Abortion is the only thing on your kitchen plate that you're thinking about? Well, it's a woman's right. Abortion? That's the only thing you're thinking about. Okay, well, she won't have to worry about abortion if she's shot dead. And you know what, Andrew? If a woman is pregnant and if she's shot, you know that the person would be charged not with just one homicide, but with two. And I'm like, wait a minute. If I were the person who did it, I would say, no, you can't charge me with that baby, that dead baby, because you guys said that it's not a baby. Look at how flimsy our laws are. Look at how silly we are. Again, at the top of the list, crime all over. How do you get rid of it? You get rid of the politicians who are saying defund the police. And Andrew, we call this during the spring and summer of 2020. 20 and 2021, the Democrats are going to flip the script and say that it was Republicans who don't want to defund the police. And look at them now. And Republicans are just sitting by saying, uh, uh, no, you run the tape. You run the tape of all of them, including Barack Obama saying to reimagine policing. Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, run the tape of all the congressmen, all the senators who were saying defund the police, all the mayors, past and present, all of them, and then show them the carnage that followed when they defunded the police. That's what you do over and over again, over and over again, a continuation, a continued cycle. When they try to talk about Trump, said, no, we're going to talk about the issues at hand. When they want to bring up about Trump, say, no, we're not going to get bogged down in that because he's not in office. We want to talk about what's affecting the people right now. You have to know how to talk. You got to know how to campaign. It should be a continuous diet that it is because of you that this person lost their loved one. Put a face to it. Put a name on it. You got to bring it home to the people. And if you continue to vote for these kind of people, if you continue to vote for Lloyd Lightfoot, if you continue to vote for people like Eric Adams and people in his little cabal, this is what will happen. If you vote for Kathy Hochul, this is what will happen. More people will die. You will possibly die while she's enriching herself off of taxpayers' money. She's welcoming illegal aliens. They have a welcoming committee when they get off the bus shaking their hands. But what are they doing for you and yours? Absolutely nothing. What about your housing? You get nothing, but they're going to give to them. And why? Because they're looking for them to be future voters. Well, that's a long way out. But right now, let's deal with the nail. What's happening to you? What's happening to your pocketbooks? They don't care about you. And that was evident when Joe gave his speech the other night. Not one thing about his so-called triumphs and all he did, this is inflation bill, and he's going to pay off the student debt. He said nothing about it. It was all about destroying America, keeping America divided. And why? Because he does not want you to stop and think about what his folks, the Democrats, have done to your kids at school, have pushed them all the way back, 30 years back. Meanwhile, China, they're getting ready to take over the world. What can your kid do? 
your kid can't compete against China because your kid is too busy trying to decide, should I wear pink nail polish or blue nail polish? Should I be a girl today or a boy today? Nothing about arithmetic, nothing about science. We're busy trying to tell our kids, well, you know, you can decide on your gender. You can, we can change the pronouns. And then you have these corporations that are going along with it. You have AP, they're supposed to be the style book for journalists going along with it. Journalism is dead, okay? Anything goes. It is dead. It should never be resurrected at that either. It's dead. Because the people who've tried to control it are nothing but a bunch of liberals. It's dead. Kaput. If you're in journalism school right now, you're wasting your time. Because everything they tell you, it has, it's gone. It's out the window. They've changed all the rules. Purposefully at that. These are the things we should be looking at. Kitchen table items. But Joe won't talk about it because he can't, because he has destroyed it all. Parental rights. You should be thinking about that when you go to the polls. They don't want you to be able to tell your child what to do. They want to be able to do it. How is it that you send your child to school and your child's name is Tommy, and then at school they secretly call him Tommy, Tina. Do you want to be called Tina? Okay, this is just our secret. Don't tell your mom when you go home. And then once you reach the age of 10, you come to us and we can give you, uh, give you hormone blockers. And the parents are oblivious, keeping secrets from parents. At any other time in history, this would have been child abuse. We would have called it out. But all of our agencies have gone woke, just like the FBI. And that is the reason why I say the FBI must be dismantled. I don't care what Bill Barr says. Bill Barr doesn't have a say in this. And they should stop putting him on TV. They should take all these former officials and just disband them, do away with them and put on regular Americans and let regular Americans tell them how this is affecting them. Give them their thoughts because we're a whole lot smarter than these people that are in the swamp that are just protecting themselves. These are the things they should be putting out there, but they won't because they don't want you to know about it. They want you to stay in the dark, completely unaware as to what they're doing, destroying our society. And then Biden wants to come out and with a victory lap. Oh, look at what we're doing. And Jean Karine, Jean Pierre, she wants to come out. She is the worst press secretary, Andrew, that we have ever had. I mean, I hate to say I wish for the days of Jan Psaki. At least she knew how to speak from looking at the, the, her notes. This woman looking at her notes and she still can't get it right. But we're supposed to herald her as being, oh, this is so great. Oh, yes. And you have this at every level in society people who aren't functioning at a high end, mediocre. They're not even striking, I would say, the, at the B level. She's going to come in, oh, and I'm sure you know that I'm the first Black woman. I'm the first person from uh, Caribbean. I'm the first lesbian. I don't care about that. What can you do? Nothing. And you see it across America. They're just letting people in. Checkbox, let them in. Go ahead. It's, it's even more apparent when um, her assistant or backup does the press briefings, that guy, um, because he's a lot better than she is. And the Biden administration was putting him up there for a couple of weeks and hiding uh, Karine Jean Pierre because of how incompetent she is. So it just leads to ask the question, why is she ahead of him job wise when it's clear that the Biden administration has more faith in her assistant? And he does a better job than she does, yet here she is as the press secretary, and he's just an assistant. Yeah, are you, are you referring to John Kirby, who was a former spokesperson for the United States? Yeah, 
Yes, uh, he's been doing press conferences for the Biden administration as well, well recently. Right. Well, the thing is, is that, uh, I mean, they would have already put him in that slot. But they've got to be, the, the timing, they've got to be extremely careful. Because she's horrible. She's awful. She's an abject failure. And if she were a white man or a white woman, the media would come out and say it. But because she's Black and she's a lesbian, they don't want to say it or else they'll get all this backlash. So John Kirby will eventually, hopefully, assume that position. But I want to say this before we go to break. One of the things that I find extremely disheartening and embarrassing is that a lot of these individuals that Biden is putting out there and say, hey, see here, look at what we've done. They've been, and to me, minority is a negative connotation, a negative word, but they're putting up these Black individuals that are incompetent, but they're just there because of a checkbox. And for Black people, I would be extremely angry that they keep promoting putting out their Black women as opposed to Black men. What's wrong? Why can't you put a find a black man out there? Why don't we have a suitable black man so that black boys can say, wow, this is what I could do, but they won't do it. The only time they want to put a black man out there is when the black man is a trans or gay. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what percentage of the population do they make up? We're trying to build strong men, but I forgot men are toxic. So they don't want that. That's the reason why they have Rachel Levin who's out there is supposed to be able to health, the health, sec, health something, pushing hormone blockers. How can this be in America? This is child abuse. And that is a reason why I say a lot of our federal agencies, we just can't change the head and thinking that everything will be okay. We can't change the head and then change a few little people, underlings. Andrew, we have to come in and do a major overhaul because as I said once on one of our shows, D.C. is full of bureaucrats. D.C. is full of liberals who have jobs, silver service jobs, silver servant jobs, and they've had those jobs for God knows how long. When they retire, they recommend another Democrat, and they just keep going in and in and in. So they're not going to change. They're not going to change the institution. This is what's happening with corporate America. They're hoping to do the same thing with corporate America, and people are oblivious as to what's happening. We need a major change, and that is a reason why I will say it again. The seat of our government must be removed from D.C. And I say that because if you move it to another place in the country, you will have to hire from that pool of people. You have to tell the people in D.C., we're moving. We're going to be moving in five years. No, your job will not be transferred. Look for another job. Because if you transfer those jobs, you will have the same folks coming there doing the exact same thing. It has to be cleaned up. We need a complete purge. We need a complete cleaning. And I wish someone who's listening to the the our, our show tonight would start this out there and start saying, no, we need to clean up. Because anytime you're going to go and get, and I'm going to go back to this, a person like Bill Barr to give you commentary on an event that he knows absolutely nothing about, but because he's biased, they're going to get him there because of his statue, and people will say, oh, yeah, he must be speaking the truth. It has to be a complete purge, Andrew. I'm sorry. Yeah, and Bill Barr is a complete disgrace. Um, as bad as Mike Pence has been since the 2020 election, I would say Bill Barr has been even worse. I mean, this guy 
Uh, it's a complete turncoat. We'll talk about him more in our uh, third half of the show. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we're so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com and check out the great products and save 20% off with the code OUTLOUD. It costs you absolutely nothing to go to HealthyCell.com, check out all the great products. You can read the reviews and use the code OUTLOUD to get 20% off Healthy Cell. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andy. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall. Science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. It's a pill-free brain supplement made with maximum absorption technology designed to feed our brains at the cellular level. Take it for a test drive. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Focus Plus Recall. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 20% off. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew for our final half. And as you were listening, we were just talking about Bill Barr and his turn to the dark side, or maybe it wasn't a turn because uh, a lot of people have said that he was deep state this entire time. Uh, Rob and I were once, once staunch defenders of Bill Barr. We thought that President Trump did a good thing getting rid of uh, Jeff Sessions, bringing in Bill Barr. I feel he did a decent job uh, with the Mueller report because of his past relationship with Mueller. Uh, it did not come down hard on President Trump, and it ended up being a huge flop for the Democrats. But ever since then, the guy's been completely worthless. And it's really infuriating to me because... As I mentioned, Rob and I once defended this guy, and to see what he has turned into, it's just a disgrace. We had guests come on our show and try and warn us about this and say, Bill Barr is a deep state agent. I mean, this was a couple of years ago people were telling us this, and we were sticking up for Bill Barr, saying, no, look what he's doing. He's doing a pretty good job. And I, I hate to say it, but I was proven wrong on that. Bill Barr did not do a good job. He did a horrible job overall. If you look at the uh, summarization of things, he let this election spiral out of control. We know what he said about mail-in voting. We know it. It's on video. 
And then all of a sudden after the election, he acts like this election process is safe and secure. The guy's a complete hypocrite and he cannot stand President Trump. Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, Bill Barr's recent comments? Andrew, I'm glad you mentioned about the election uh, with Bill Barr. Bill Barr, as I said, and, and you said correctly, we did defend him. And we had guests to come on the show and said, no, be careful of Bill Barr because he's part of the swamp. And they gave us, you know, legitimate reasons as to why they had concerns going all the way back to 9-11. And Bill Barr has been part of the establishment all the way back, I think, to the first Bush days. And he might have worked in Ronald Reagan's administration. Bill Barr is a smart man. But Bill Barr is also part of the institution. And we have to be ever so careful when we start supporting institutions, institutions that we find that have that can't make mistakes because institutions can make mistakes. They can become flawed over a certain period of time. Definitely when people who are heading those institutions are flawed. Uh, Bill Barr was brought in to oversee, so to speak, this whole Russia collusion deal. Of, of course, hands off after Rod Rosenstein. You guys, do you remember Rod Rosenstein? He was a real beauty, as Trump would say. He was also compromised. But some of the things that Rod Rosenstein had said, as well as Bill Barr, and I'm going to write this name down right now because I don't want to forget it, uh, is that when, we, when they started looking into this entire Russia collusion ordeal, he came out and he said that, yes, there was... Russia did try to interfere with the election, but not just to support one candidate, but they were interfering on Clinton's behalf and Donald Trump's behalf. I don't know if you guys remember that, but we played that on our show. We played it on, on uh, megamedia.com, and unfortunately, they've taken it down off of uh, YouTube. I still have the tapes, and I'm going to try to upload all these tapes to Rumble at some point in time, so stay tuned. But Rod Rosenstein came out and told us that, yes, Russia did try to meddle with the election, and they tried to do it through social media on Facebook. But he also said that they didn't spend a whole lot of money trying to do it. But the media buried the story. They didn't want to keep that story out there, that they were trying to help both Clinton and Donald Trump. Jeff Sessions put us into what we're up against right now. Jeff Sessions was a good patriot in Louisiana. He represented the Senate very well, but he failed when it came to this whole Russia collusion because he should have just nipped this in the bud. And that is the reason why Trump had to get rid of him. He got rid of him and someone recommended Bill Barr. Bill Barr saw straight through this whole Russia collusion narrative and he knew that there was no there there. So he went in, tried to wrap it up, after almost 18 months and $35 million being paid to some of the most biased, vicious left-wing attorneys who failed. I mean, they created information, they created evidence, and they lied about it. They lied with the FBI, and they tried to prop it up. Bill Barr saw through it, and he said, no, guys, we got to stop, because if we don't, it's going to take down my dear friend Bob Mueller, who's cognitively challenged. And remember, Bob Mueller was supposed to be over the entire Russia collusion. He let it go on, although when he went in, he saw that there was no there there, but he had to keep up the charade in order to please 
the swamp. Now, granted, people will say, but, but he's Republican. Right. But remember, folks, this you got to look through this real clearly with a clear lens is that a lot of the people that are claiming to be Republicans are actually moderate Democrats. They're not Republicans. They're just saying that to make money. Look at Liz Cheney. She she's never she's not a Republican. She wants you to think that Mitch McConnell. They're not Republicans. They're Democrats. They're blue dog Democrats under the heading of a Republican. A Republican is Jim Jordan. A Republican is Marjorie Taylor Greene. A Republican is Andrew and myself. We're Republicans. Okay. These other people, I'm sorry. They're not. Now, we'll let them stay in the party for, you know, as long as they can, you know, to do what they got to do. But they're not true Republicans. Maybe one day they'll wake up. Ron DeSantis is a Republican. Okay, but a lot of these folks, I'm, I'm sorry, I just got to call it the way it is. They're not true Republicans. They're not MAGA Republicans. And what's wrong with being a MAGA Republican, Andrew? Nothing. Nothing. And you got Republicans, oh, I'm not a MAGA. Oh, it says make America great again. Yeah. You have, you've allowed Democrats to define it. And I remember when Trump first came out with it, you had these crazy left-wingers saying, oh, it triggers me. I would wear my cap proudly. And you know what? Pretty soon, I'm going to put that cap back on. Because we should want America to be made great again. What Biden is pushing is white supremacists. It's racism. Bank of New York, Bank of America came out the other day. Oh, we're going to give loans to black people and Hispanics. Why? Why can't you just give loans to all underprivileged people? Why do you have to specify blacks and Hispanics? Again, you're making blacks and Hispanics look bad as if though they're too dumb to get a conventional mortgage. That's racism. What, why are they coming out? And you know what else, Andrew? This is the same thing that happened in 2008 with George W. Granted, he thought he was doing a great thing. He wanted to give everyone a mortgage because he wanted everyone to have America, they're part of the American dream. But if you don't qualify for the mortgage, if you can't pay for it, why give the person a mortgage? Yeah, these radical social programs that we always come out with always seem to blow up on our face. We'll see that again with this uh, student loan debt forgiveness that Joe Biden just passed. But uh, Rob, do you think that there is backlash at the White House with Joe Biden's handlers for giving him that advice to go out there and just blister President Trump and MAGA Republicans. Um, it seems like he missed the mark because the White House was in spin mode all weekend long and on Friday um, trying to say, oh, no, he's not talking about Trump supporters. He's just talking about President Trump. Um, it seems like his handlers mismanaged him before uh, he went out for that speech. They got him all fired up and uh, he just went out there and went crazy, so to speak. And uh, the White House is trying to slowly but surely walk some of those comments back. But the damage was done. <laughs> he went crazy. He is crazy. No, he purposefully tried to attack. Americans. Uh, he, he tried to throw Trump in there, but they were Americans. He attacked you. Don't be fooled. He attacked you. He attacked you and MAGA. He said that you are a racist simply because you want America to be made great again. What he has done, he has turned this country into a shithole, certain parts of the country into a shithole. Let's just be honest. And they like that because we have countries overseas that are shitholes and people are trying to come here. As I mentioned, look at people coming in off the, off the, the buses and they're shaking their hands. Why don't they ask Bill Barr about that? Oh, I haven't forgotten about Bill Barr. I have not forgotten about it. I'm going to continue wiping the floor with Bill Barr and all his girth. 
Why would they ask Bill Barr about that? Bill, do you think that what Biden said, that his speech was to unify folks, you know what Bill Barr would have done? He would have been perplexed and said, what, why are you asking me that? Because that's the kind of man Bill Barr is. And I would say, well, because you're supposed to be a subject matter expert, you can graciously come on here to dump on Trump. What about Biden? Now, think about it. He's supposed to be a Republican. And even if he wanted to dump on Trump, look like he would have said, well, yeah, you know, we can have our opinions as to what Trump did, but we got to look at what Hillary did also. And it's not fair. But see, he won't say it because they just want to stop Trump to prop up some other dummy. And don't be at all surprised if they probably won't support Ron DeSantis. They want someone from the swamp, Andrew. They, oh, they want to support it. Mike Pence. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was uh, that's the establishment Republicans uh, pick right there. They'd like to see uh, Mike Pence be the uh, candidate uh, for uh, president in 2024. But it just won't happen unless if the field is incredibly weak because uh, President Trump and Ron DeSantis are with who the Republican Party stands with at this moment in time. Uh, not these Mike Pence types. And Bill Barr, he reminds me a little bit of uh, John Bolton. You remember John Bolton, the warmonger? Oh, God, that's another dummy. The, the warmonger, President Trump brought him in, figured out that he wasn't all that he said he was and fired him. And then John Bolton went out and wrote a book and went on his I Hate President Trump tour. And it seems like Bill Barr's doing something similar here, even though he didn't get fired. He was a complete failure as attorney general. And now he's just trying to turn it around to uh, sell books, sell himself on these um, media stations and make money off of his failed time in the Trump White House. And I think that should be a lesson that people should not forget about John Bolton. And I, you said it so perfectly that when Trump realized what he was, that he was just a warmonger, that's all he wants to do is to go in and fight, 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 fight. Trump was like, uh-uh, because notice, Bill, John Bolton has not said anything positive about Trump. Oh, well, no, he got this wrong. Oh, I doubt that. And when Bill Barr said the other day that, oh, I doubt seriously that Trump uh, declassified anything. Oh, it's just impossible. Oh, I, I doubt it seriously. As if though, well, I know him so well. John Bolton said the same thing. But here's, let me just give you guys just a little tidbit. I don't care if Trump did or he didn't, okay? He's a former president. And he can say, hey, okay, I didn't do it thought I did do it, that's fine. The power still rests with me. And had it been anyone else, the media would have said, oh, come on, folks, this is much to do about nothing. Something as so, so minuscule at that, that they're griping over to try and indict Trump over. Well, they, they impeached him on something even less. Now, again, I don't, want, I don't even want to go into this because to me, it makes absolutely no sense. And if they indict him, I hope the entire thing blows up in their face. Because as far as I'm concerned, this is about Bill Barr and his inability to represent the country. This is about Joe Biden and his inability to lead, but has to reach back and attack Americans because of his failed policies. I have a little note here. I, I want to mention this, and we'll probably mention this later on in the week. We had spoken about it earlier. Uh, Nikki Haley, they're going after her. They release taxes of donors to her private charity that are, that's trying to fight to bring back America. Why would they release those taxes? Why would they, the same reason why they would release uh, Cash Patel's name through the FBI raid. They didn't uh, redact his name. 
Why is it? Why didn't they ask Bill Barr about that bill? What do you think about the fact that the Department of Justice released all the information, but they didn't redact Cash Patel's name? They, they redacted everyone else's name. Why wouldn't they redact his name? Why wouldn't they ask uh, Bill Barr about that? Why don't they ask Bill Barr about Nikki Haley's taxes being released? Why? See, these are the questions I'm sure you guys never thought about. And I don't blame you because the media is not putting it out there. But I would have said, okay, Bill, you're giving us all this information about Trump. We get it. You don't like him. Well, no, no, Bill, you don't like him. Fine, we get it. So no matter what he does, you're going to talk down about it and make it seem as if though, oh, he was the worst person ever. But what the Democrats are doing, what Christopher Ray is doing, and Merrick Garland, what are your thoughts? It could be seen as being presidential. What are your thoughts? Why are they going after all of these individuals with FBI raids? Why? And remember, Bill Barr was in office when they went after Roger Stone. He was, he was in office. He knew about it. Yeah, he knew about that raid, as well as Rod Rosenstein when they went after, uh, what was the other guy? Another Trump associate, Manafort. They were in office. So they had to have known about it. And then they should ask Bill, Bill, do you think that Biden knew about the raid on Mar-a-Lago? What are your thoughts on that? He would be perplexed and say, why are you asking me about this? Well, because you're coming on dumping on Trump. What are your thoughts on the FBI? What are your thoughts on Christopher Ray? As I said during the first segment of the show, what are your thoughts? Do you think Christopher Ray should resign? Because surely under his species, he sent out agents to tell to warn big tech about a Russia disinformation dump that we all know now was truthful. What are your thoughts, Bill? Can you shed some light? They won't ask him about that because they already know the answer. They already know that this is all being set up to create a facade that one part of America is bad and the other part is good. Meanwhile, we know that Joe has been disastrous for this country. Our children's education, another thing that should be top of the list. I don't care how much hate you have for Trump. Trump was a whole lot better and is a whole lot better than Joe Biden. And a lot of these other so-called Republicans that won't come out and call the Democrats out. The DNC, an evil Democrat national network, is more like the devil's national committee, dumping all over the RNC. As I said before, I don't care what your thoughts are about Jan 6, people should be coming out saying, no, we cannot do Americas like this, because we, in our history, this is what we have always done. We've told people to stand up against tyranny. The spring and summer of 2020, whereby they actually burned down federal and state buildings, killed police officers. And then Joe wants to say that they killed Brian Sicknick. No, they did not. Brian Sicknick died of natural causes. Half of you don't even know it. The only person who died on Jan 6 was Ashley Babbitt. And I hope one day we will honor her. One day we will come out and the truth will come out. And they will say, what happened to her should not have happened. It should never happen again. We were blinded by this whole wokeism that has virtually destroyed our country. It has destroyed a generation of children. How are we going to get that back? These children are the people that will be our future doctors and lawyers. 
two decades from now, are you guys not even thinking about that? They'll be our future teachers. Unfortunately, the teachers that we have now, a majority of them are so woke, it's not even funny. But think about it. We've just destroyed our future because of the Democrats wanting to shut everything down because they wanted to stop one man, but constantly trying to make America great again. Just destroyed our future, Andrew. And they continue to do it. Yeah, it's really sad. This is where we're at as a country right now with uh, Joe Biden in office. He has to be stopped in 2024. It's imperative that we take back the House and Senate in 2022 and uh, really try and clean up this mess that Joe Biden has made. We're all all out of time tonight. We hope you all have had a fantastic Labor Day. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stay in for something or fall for nothing.